Hey everybody, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks here. This is the um, VIP Patreon ad-free version of this podcast. You know, because you're a VIP, um, that when you're a VIP, you don't ha- you can listen to the podcast without uh, them being interrupted by the commercials. So how cool is that? I just finished up with uh, filmmaker Danny Madden. He um, he directed a fantastic new movie, uh, 15 Cameras, that will be coming out on the Friday the 13th of October. So here in about a week and a half, um, like I said, it was a real good time, and we were uh, we had a real fun conversation. So we will, um, man, I'm trying to do 15 things here. and Anyway, it doesn't matter. I have to cut that out. Um, but here it is, ad-free. Blog Talk Radio. show this is the pop rocks radio talk show i'm your host pop art painter jamie rocks and this is the big show you found it i sure i'm glad you did hey i am very very excited it's uh it's been a crazy week and um and guess what it rained again but i'm really excited because our neighbors um i don't know every friday man every i would you think i would learn by now have their land or their landscaping done their their grass cut and whatnot and they just finished, so it shouldn't mess up the show. Knock on wood. Now, what I'm really excited about, everybody, is our guest today. We've got a fantastic uh, director on who uh, has a new movie coming out um, actually in like a week or so, I believe. Uh, two weeks, I think, maybe. Week and a half, something like that. Doesn't matter. Um, but without further ado, I would like to uh, welcome uh, filmmaker, director, Mr. Danny Madden. Danny, how are you? Hello, I'm doing great, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I, um, I I'm a big fan, man. I, I I watched the film. I was I was blown away. The film we're talking about, everybody, is 15 cameras, and it drops on the 11th, I believe, right? It comes out on the 13th, October, Friday the 13th. 13th. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it'll be a fun day for a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> How did I mess that up? Oh my god! Oh, you know, anyway. it's okay. It's, you get you no, set me up to know. have the chance to pronounce it like that. I think that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I really liked this film because um, it uh, it really illustrates how it's a a sell or a buyer's market right now, and you can get some really good deals on property. And you should probably just go <laughs> out and. Uh, yeah, I'm kidding, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm well, kidding. <laughs> well, let it be a cautionary tale. Got a good deal. Sure, definitely. Oh yeah. my gosh! Not good. Not good at all. Um, no, this was a great movie. It, um, and I just want to say because I, by nature, I like I'm I'm not in the movie business. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people mm-hmm. for a living and stuff. But everybody I hate, I know, I hang out with are either in bands or, you know, they want to be uh, Danny Madden and make films, you know, be a film star. <laughs> and, um, I mean, everybody. 
because you guys all have the best parties. That's why I hang out with you. But mm. anyhow, um, I, I haven't I haven't been to any of those yet. Uh, maybe, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm not privy to those cool You're parties. You're too busy so. working. You're yeah, too busy yeah. working. That's um, my version. But yeah. no, you know, the interesting thing is um, I do have some horror films. I, I'm definitely a, a cinephile. I'm that friend you have that has the backyard theater and makes you watch annoying French movies with subtitles, and, right. you know, from 1925. Yeah. I'm that guy. But yeah. So I have I have all kinds of friends, and some of them are horror fans. And I honestly, it's kind of hard to watch movies with them because they pick everything apart. Um, mm. And they're just that way. And, you know, they're like, that guy's colon didn't explode. I'm like, how do you know what a colon is? <laughs> you know, I mean, are you kidding me? It looked good to me. Um, but, and if they're CGI, they throw their hands in the air. They're just like, oh, it's just, it's, it's oh, Hitchcock would never have done that, you know. No, he wouldn't right. because they didn't have computers then, you know. But I got to say, and I don't want to give anything away in this, there's some practical effects in this that I have never seen in a film. And I was like, not, I'm not overly squeamish either, you know. I mean, I've sat through the Saw movies. I, you know, I can handle it. But, uh, oh, boy, you went for it. You went for it and accomplished it well. I had to look away from the screen, man. Uh, oh, great. I'm not giving anything yeah, away. We, we, we had a, we had a, a very enthusiastic uh, uh, crew on this one. So when, when a challenge like that comes up, I, I think a few people stepped in and put some pretty creative minds on it. So, uh yeah, yeah, I, I hope this, it gives, gives the people what they're looking for. Oh, it's fantastic. This is the third in the franchise, right? Is I oh, yeah, franchise is a, big, is a big word. It's a big word to use, but yeah, sure. Well, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's... Well, Danny, i got to tell you, you didn't crystal skull it. This was pretty good. I haven't seen the first two. I want to, and that's the whole mm-hmm. point now. Uh, I'd probably be watching those this weekend, and, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I got it. What a villain. What a villain. What a yeah. Um Well, that's great. I mean, <laughs> we, we definitely set out to make a standalone film. You know, I didn't want to make something that, like, you're obligated to watch two other movies before you watch this one. You know, I wasn't quite, uh, you know, interested in that, so... Um, yeah, we, a new crop of characters with, with some some crossover from the earlier films, which uh, hopefully makes people happy. And uh, you know, I, I think we did a nice balance of bringing something new to to what the other two started. Oh, it's fantastic! Now, did you work on the first two, or did they bring you in for this? No, these are just. There's a lot of overlap in like different friends who who worked in them and mm. stuff. And uh, there's a. An old, an old buddy from school, uh, P.J. McCabe, he was the lead actor uh, in mm-hmm. one of like, the co-leads of, of, of 13 Cameras, and he was brought in by the executive producers, and this guy, Victor Zarkoff, who uh, who wrote and directed the, the first one. Um, and so mm. P.J. actually was the screenwriter. The actor from the first movie was the screenwriter of this movie. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Everybody's working. That ain't a bad thing. Everybody's that ain't a working. Bad thing. That's right, you know. Uh, oh man. So this was fantastic. It was it was really well done, and I'll tell you, it you really tapped into the uh, uh, 
the zeitgeist of of the moment, you know, um, everybody, mm. that's almost become an urban legend of, of the, uh, you know, I don't know, there's cameras in the Airbnb. I mean, you know, you think yeah. about it when you stay in one, you know, it, sure. it's a, an unnerving trope now that um, maybe we've all just watched too much Law and Order. I don't know, you know, but um, <laughs> this uh, this film I tell you, you, you don't. What is it called? The phobia of being scopophobia or something like that. Scopophobia. Mm. I can't remember. Doesn't matter. I don't know. That's a new. You one. don't want to have that. You don't want to but have yeah. it. And but it's watch an interesting. It's an interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's there's something interesting psychologically about it about living in a world without privacy. You know, and and the potential oh, yeah. to always be. And even if you're out in public and stuff too, just kind of like always being on some kind of camera is uh it's 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 it starts in a creepy place i think to me so you get to embellish these these ideas and uh feelings in a horror in the horror genre so for me it was a good place to start you know absolutely absolutely i have a sister and brother-in-law that um they've got a couple husky dogs and the huskies are you know they're crazy and um when uh, when they were working, they set up cameras in their house to keep an eye on the, you know, what are what are our dogs, what furniture are they destroying today that we can do <laughs> nothing about but watch it happen in right. real time, you know. But I remember when the, they put those in and everything, and um, they were going out of town, and they asked uh, our, the girls who watch our dog, when we go out of town, they're like, hey, can you get her, you, they, they'd be interested in watching our dogs. And I'm like, and they were until they heard about the cameras and they're like, mm. no, no, and it's just that's par for the court. You know, we thought it was weird too, uh, and we love. I, I love like it was just the idea of being watched while they're yeah. taking care of the dogs. Is that yeah? Yeah, I guess I don't. I can't see those girls up to anything. You know, I mean, they. I would feel sad for the peeping Tom that watched them, um, not because they're ugly or anything like that, but they're just kind of dull, you know. They, uh, <laughs> what are you guys watching? Uh, you know, another episode of, uh, you know, Murder She Wrote. I mean, it's it's yeah, just, sure, sure. But, it ain't that interesting. Yeah. It, I have friends that you always, never know. You, know, they're you never know what about, people are into, I guess. But yeah, yeah. that's but, true. But but I can understand, and I, I understand, I understand the idea of just kind of uh of being skeptical about these things and and i do think we should be i don't know conscious about moving through the world and um i don't know i, I don't know what it means i, I have I, I there there aren't any like solid answers to come up with at this point because really? i think it's just cameras are ubiquitous you, you i walk through my neighborhood right now and i'm i'm being filmed by cameras that are just on the outsides of houses and stuff and on the uh, doorbell it's, uh, yeah and yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel great, I guess. But uh, I don't know. This is this is a, another uh, texture in our in our futuristic world. You know, Danny, I know somebody who's got a doorbell camera, and they didn't even. It's it's on the outside. Um, that mm-hmm. they they don't have the app on their phone. They just have it with the sticker <laughs> in the window, just to free sure. people, just to worry would be thieves. You know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. It's going to be. That's a, that's a classic. And trick. I keep yeah. telling them, I'm like, haven't you ever seen those detective shows? You know, any crime show, they're like, hey, check the cameras. 
oh, well, they're just for sure. And the look of disappointment <laughs> and on the detective's face, like, gosh darn it. We're going to yeah. have to do this the old-fashioned way. You know, yeah. fingerprints. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. It's, it's but the cool thing is an artist, you captured that fear, that dread of, of, of being watched, you know. And, and, I mean, you took it to the extreme. Uh, the guy okay, in yeah. Elm Street basement, but um, I, again, I don't want to, I don't want to put anything. I don't think I think that's in the trailer, so I don't want to give anything away. But man, that opening sure, scene yeah, of this film, yeah. oh my gosh! I knew I was yeah. in for it from the opening scene. You know, with the, great uh, with the construction. You can talk about it. Let me put it that way. You yeah, the talk hammer. About it. All I see is a shadow with a guy with a hammer, and I'm like, oh, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna be good. <laughs> no one wants yeah. to go out with a hammer. I thought you know? that until I saw the end of the movie, <laughs> and then I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, there's worse." <laughs> it gets, yeah, it gets wild. It gets oh, wild, man. Let me ask. Let me ask you this, Danny. When you were a youngster, so you grew—I don't know—did you grow up? Did you know that like making movies is what you needed to be doing? I mean, how did this all come about? Because you're pretty young, right? As I understand. Uh, not really. I'm I'm mid thirties at this point. I don't know. I oh, guess okay. that's young by some by some standards, but I don't know. Not by my own, I, I suppose. <laughs> but um, I hear yeah, you. I, I I I'm a middle brother. I grew up with two brothers, and we were always making oh. things and borrowing borrowing whatever neighbor's camera or our father's or um, and just always had that. It was our our house was very story centric. Our mom's an English teacher, and dad's a big uh, gregarious storyteller, and so. You know, we came up, and, and that was the medium that we really liked to play in. And so when it came time to kind of, I don't know, decide what you're going to do, what you're going to pursue, what, uh, you know, in, in my, like, mid-teens, it, it seemed like that was that was the only thing that made sense to me and uh, continues to be, for better or worse. Nice. So you grew up in California? You're Southern Cal- L.A. guy? I grew up in Georgia, in the uh, right outside in of Atlanta. Georgia? You're Southeast guy. Okay, Atlanta. Yeah. You, yeah. Is that where you're kind of based out of now, making movies there? Because a lot of no, right now I'm in Los, now I'm in Los Angeles. I've, I've been here for for a now little while. And, uh, yes, gotcha. exactly, exactly. Gotcha. Kind of, you, you kind of go down like the gutter, and you land where all people in this industry usually end up. You know. Um, but no, it's great. It's, it's great out here. There's a good good support crew. I mean, my brother Will, who's who's uh, you know one of the lead actors in the movie. He, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he moved out here a few years ago too, and we've we've been able we've been lucky enough to uh, have some great collaborators and keep keep the projects coming out here. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah, I yeah. when I got out of school, I uh, went to school in Boston, and I said I need the exact opposite of this. I I've, I've had enough snow. I've, I've, I'm tired of it. And I looked at the map, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, San Diego. That's where I need to. I thought. And San Diego was great, don't get me wrong, but I spent every weekend in L.A., uh, pretty much. San Diego is beautiful, yeah. but it's a little dull, you know. Yeah. You're into but the it's, arts, you know. You want, you want to be around yeah. where that's happening. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and especially if you're into selling art, because, you know, all the L.A. Mm. people, that's who you sell to, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's. This was a great, you know, it's funny, though, because in this movie, even I was watching it the other night, and my ears perked up. There was one line um, where, uh, 
what's her name? The main gal. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. Scott. Scott, Scott Sky is like, I'm, character's name. She's, yeah. she's played by Angela Wong she, Carbone. And she's fantastic. And there was one line she had where she goes, I'm going to Escondido. Whenever you hear any of those, if, you know, you're somewhere else and you hear, you're like, oh, they mentioned Escondido. I got to like, your ears perk up, you know? Hmm. What about Escondido? Who cares? You know, but I perked up <laughs> just because I'm like, I know that place. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a specific place. And, and for people who have seen the, the, the first movie, you know, maybe maybe that will uh, ring a different kind of bell. So, we'll, you know, we'll see. Right, right. Well, you know, the interesting thing in this is um, your brother, Will, who played Cam, Mm-hmm. The transformation was so great in this because he's. I think Cam's just a nice guy, you know. And he's trying. His, his wife's on a little bit of a bender, you know. Believe if anybody's married mm-hmm. and they're like in my house, um, yeah, these guys. My wife is hilarious. I was just telling this story to a friend of mine. You know, she's like, yeah, "I'm not a big horror movie fan." I'm like, "Yeah, but you'll binge watch 16 hours of uh, true crime, won't you?" It's. Uh, it's the same yeah. thing. The guy's not yeah. wearing a mask, you know. <laughs> yeah, in a sense, I do think we have we have. Um, I I feel kind of naturally disposed to like really eat that stuff up. I I mm. find it so fascinating. Just the first off, just like the the fear. You know, your imagination goes wild just thinking of you know if someone was pursuing you oh, like yeah. that, or even living in the neighborhood where things like that are happening, but. Um, yeah, I, I do think just that that state of mind is so uh, alien, and I think it's intriguing because it's so like, I can't even imagine, you know, uh, where do you even oh, yeah. start, uh, you know, with that with that kind of darkness. Oh yeah, what I always think that when I see something really off center, I guess is a polite way to put it. I'm like, man, what happened to that guy to get him into that? You know, where where he's yeah. thinking in his mind, oh yeah, that's. Oh, well, the villain in this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was something that we wanted to, to kind of a little bit of um, where that comes from and how someone can really go down a dark path uh, when the circumstances arise, when the, the tools arise to, uh, Absolutely. to essentially, like, trans- transform into a creep, you know? I think that's, uh, if given the opportunity, what happens to this, like, seemingly normal guy? Absolutely, the uh, the the text message uh, scene. I, again, I don't want to give anything away, but it didn't take him long to be to go from being the nice guy to that scene. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh come on, man, are you kidding me? And uh, right. that ended about how I thought it would. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and something we wanted to explore too is the way that the way um, that people cover up these sort of, uh, creepy advances, right? They'll make a move and then the way they try and kind of backtrack or, you know, a, a, a term that we all kind of, that's kind of, it's nice that it's in the lexicon now is gaslighting. Um, right, there's certainly a lot of that going on. This this movie's got plenty of that happening. Absolutely. But it makes for a good story and a good exploration of, of this uh, state of mind, I think. Yeah, and, and and the sister Caroline's uh, Caroline's uh, ex. I mean, we've all had the crazy friend who or had the friend who dated the crazy person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and 
have heard it. We've all been there, you know. It's uh, if you haven't, maybe you are the crazy guy, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah but everyone, uh, everyone kind of has their opportunity to um, to go off the rails a little bit in this movie, and, and I think that's that's part of the fun. Again, like playing playing in the genre and and not necessarily not like chaining ourselves to like naturalism, you know. That we get to we get to explore, right. we get to play and have fun, and 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 each of the actors kind of gets to. Uh, kind of explode a little bit in, in a way that um, I, no, I absolutely. find engaging to watch and hopefully other people do too. Absolutely. I, I tell you, I was really unnerved at the, there was a scene um, that involved a dinner and there was a shadow. <laughs> Freaked me out, man. Uh-huh. Freaked me out. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, the shadow, like, I mean, that's classic, right? They've been putting that in right. since since the silent era, but, but it's fun because it, it, you get a little mystique with it. You know, you get to sort of use your imagination and uh, scare yourself. Absolutely. That's always, that's always a fun way to go about it. And I'm telling you, I don't know. The, it's not the game. I'm trying to think if there's a proper film term. I don't know. The end of the movie. I don't want to give anything away. What if the, the denouement what, is what that if, the word you're looking for? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. But it's, I think a lot of people I throw that word is. around, maybe without exactly knowing what it's about. But you know, yeah, right. I, I but it wasn't that. It, it was be, the the scene beyond that. Uh, I'm talking huh. like pre credit rolling scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was messed up, man. <laughs> Yeah, no. Hey, you know, you want to you want to leave an impression. You, you're making these you're making these tiny movies, and you're you're floating them out into like an ocean of of other films, you know, and what what people quote right. put quotes around it like content, you know. You're 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 floating things out into this ocean, and you know you want to make something that, that can stand out in some way. You know, you don't want it to just be like regular movie of the week, right. show of the week, you know. Um, and so I don't know. There were there were a couple things that was like, well, let's see if we can leave people with a with a certain kind of taste in their mouth. And um, yeah, again, like we we did the best we could with it, and hopefully it works. And it sounds like it. You're still thinking about it, so that's uh, that's nice to hear. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's good art when you think about it. You know, days after you're like, oh man, that was messed. And I'm not, folks. I'm not talking about. The, the cool uh, practical effects that left me very unnerved uh, seeing, and, and it wasn't, this isn't a Splatterfest movie. Um, there was some gore in it. it you know, it was a little mm-hmm. tense, five, you ten percent. You the there. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 would, yeah, I wouldn't did. call it that either. No. Um, but it, um, I, I, was, I was definitely, <laughs> it was unnerving. It was unnerving. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, it's weird. My, my wife sent all this true crime stuff. Um, like I said, it reminded me of Sky and this a lot. And, yeah. you know, she'll watch this stuff and everything. And it's funny because when I first met her, she was into ghosts. She watched all those ghost shows, you know, all the ghost hunting <laughs> shows and things. Uh-huh. And nothing ever happened. Nobody ever found it. You know, it's like, eh, we all heard a bang. You know, that was... <laughs> That was the climax <laughs> of the episode. You know, really, yeah. it really wasn't that exciting after you've seen it 30 times. Uh, uh-huh. But the thing about this film is this absolutely could happen. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. you watch the news, you're like, whoa, there's some messed up people out there. 
this absolutely yeah, I mean, those, are, those are the films. Those are the films and stories that scare me the most. The things that that actually can and do happen. You know, there's some real oh, like yeah. terrifying psychological stuff out there. There's there's some people that go to such extremes that you know make you keep the lights on at night. Right. <laughs> or put in a put in a doorbell camera. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. I something I learned. Um, since I started doing the podcast and hanging out with all you filmmakers is that um, film movie time is different than the linear time me and everybody else is used to living. Um, I always thought, you know, I'd put on a movie or something and thought, oh, they filmed this a couple months ago or something, you know, uh, I uh, thought it, that was the process. I didn't realize some of these can, can take years, you know, from concept yeah. or a person being brought onto the project. To where we are now, pre-release, you know. Yeah. Um, was this a long process, or did this go pretty quick? You know, part of part of what was attractive about like just signing on to this movie was that it was it was expected to be a quick turnaround. So, um, PJ McCabe wrote the script in August of last year, um, and then we Ow. filmed in November, which is re- wildly quick, and then uh, we delivered it in June. So. Um, That's amazing. It, you know, it was rel- like uh, relative to like most other movies I've ever participated in or heard of. That is uh, pretty lightning speed. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's not the norm. <laughs> you know, yeah, but that was part, that was part of the idea for me though. It, it, it wasn't something that I that I really uh, you know wanted to spend a year or two, twelve or years. two years of my life on. You know. Um, right. It was like, let's right. do this. Let, let's let's see if we can make a fun horror movie, and people can eat some popcorn and have a good time with it, and you know, we'll get it out there. Some good performances and some great cinematography, and the, the music is great. And we're like, let's let's just kind of like let's put something out there that you know is a, is yeah, a good a good night, a, a good horror film night for people. <laughs> it, it well, the cool thing, an interesting thing about this is. You're one of the first guests I've spoken to that, you know, here we are, we're all moving down the track that was like, oh, yeah, well, we filmed, we filmed prior to COVID, and then we did the editing in COVID, because that, for the last couple of years, has been pretty standard to most people I've, I've talked to here on the show. Right. Um, this is all post-COVID. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, yeah, I mean, this is still, it's November 22, so we still were doing all the, the COVID protocol existed on set, you know, right. we're all wearing masks, we had to take weekly tests, and we were pretty strict about all that stuff, and uh, that definitely affects the process, but, um, you know, we, we we made it through, and, you know, we barely slid through, like, being able to even just shoot it all in a couple of weeks, you know, so. Right. And then, right. um what? Yeah, once you have all the footage, you kind of sigh a, 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 a little bit of relief, and you're kind of like, okay, well now I just gotta figure out how to put the puzzle together. And but but the, the fact that like we all came together and were able to even just get some kind of movie filmed in a couple weeks was, was uh, is always always seems like a feat, you know. Well, it, 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 this is the production value of this, the the way it's lit, the, the way it's filmed. This just did not seem like a couple weeks. I mean, it, it seemed like, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know nothing about filmmaking other than, you know, Danny yeah. showed up with a bullhorn and there were cranes and 
you know, there's a camera. Yeah, and there was stuff definitely a bullhorn. There was a lot of a lot of yeah, a lot of <laughs> shouting at people. Yeah, that's the way I like to operate. Uh, no, it was yeah, it's great. I mean, I mean, a lot of this a lot of this team I'd worked with before, which is helpful. Um, our cinematographer Christian Zaniga was just uh, really wonderful, and so he adapts so well to like any circumstance. So, you know, some some people who are doing the lighting would despair at. All right, you have 25 minutes to light this whole thing, and you know. But he's like, "All right, that's the circumstance. This is what we got, so I'm going to work with it." And um, yeah, just a lot of like great attitudes, like good good spirits involved on the crew in this movie. Oh, it's fantastic! It's fantastic. Yeah. And you know, you always hear about directors too. Of course, everybody always goes to uh, Kubrick and The Shining, and you know, mm. um, but I think what people maybe forget is that you know that was pre digital. And um, mm-hmm. you couldn't change. You couldn't even see it. You know, they had to go what print the film and then show you what they <laughs> call the rushes or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're able to look at the stuff on you know on a laptop pretty quick. You know, right? Yeah, I don't like that. Let's do this. Right. Uh, yeah, it's very pretty very cool. Different process. But you still need to tap into that sort of adventuresome spirit of like, oh yeah, throwing some you know kind of. Uh, some certainty and safety to the wind and just be like, you know what? Or, or like safety in the end product, you know, and just be like, I don't know, let's Ooh. see what happens when we move the camera like this and let's, let's see what that shot feels like. And um, I don't know. I like, a, that feels adventuresome to me. Yeah. And, you know, and you're the captain of the ship, you know, I think, I think people in, in any situation feel more comfortable when, you know, the boss is comfortable. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. He's freaking out and, no one, everybody can remember the first time they, they ever saw their dad cry. And thought, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> you know, right, like, oh, right, man, right. If he can't hold it together, we're all going down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you ever <laughs> feel that way as a director? Do you ever like, oh, my God, I got a lot of Have I ever seen my dad cry? Have I? <laughs> no, no, no. Just it's keeping it together, I mean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, I mean, when, I, it's, I, when I, things I are falling I, apart. Yeah, I mean, I mean, leadership is such an essential, essential thing for us. You know, I think that's that's something that, uh, I mean, we've had all kinds of examples of that uh, of of what happens when the leadership uh, is not strong or intelligent mm. and stuff, and it it can lead us into all kinds of uh, dangerous situations, whether that's you know on a film set or right. politically. You know, it's like if you don't have the right person in charge, it's like. Um, or, or, or the right person setting setting the tone, right? Setting an example, and, right. and so I, I always, it's always like one of my favorite things to hear if someone says like, "Hey, this was like a really uh, wonderful film shoot. Like everyone seems supportive of each other." And and to me, so much of that nice. is, is top down. You know, you need to set set an example for like how how this is going to feel, and you know, and everyone can come out and like. I don't think everyone needs to be like afraid you know and 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 nerve to do a good job i think you can set up the the situation so that people are feel confident and and also like you know it 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 still is meaningful even though everyone doesn't feel like they're getting like reprimanded you know absolutely absolutely yeah. um yeah you know nobody wants to be Darth vader in uh, return of the jedi you know showed up to the, the <laughs> I, yeah Darth, I, I guess what know? i'm trying to say is that there's way there there are tactics where you don't have to be Darth vader you know right absolutely absolutely hey you know this uh we have links up folks um to the instagram there's an instagram page for 15 cameras movie right. 
um, and mm-hmm. uh, the IMDb. And these um, links say active. Sorry if anybody heard that. I, my my Google in the other room heard my voice. I guess I, it's weird. Ooh. Anyway, she just started They're watching. watching out of Everyone's the watching you now. They're watching. Watch out. Hold on. Now it's playing music. One second, Danny. <laughs> hey, Google, stop. I don't Jamie, know what it heard, good bit. folks. But it was a good bit you got going it on. It was already. playing. Stop filming me. Google, stop filming me. No, it was playing Mambo Number 5, which is a good song <laughs> from the 90s. I, you know, I, I don't hate it, but I don't need it playing now. Anyway, <laughs> these links, folks, that I was mentioning that we have on the show page, when we convert this to a podcast that goes out everywhere, they stay active. So definitely um, click on and, um, you know, share. The independent film, we've got to help get the word out and whatnot. Danny, the big question that people are going to want to know, I, mean, I, Dude, I don't want to give anything away. away, are they going to, you know, is there going to be a 16 camera? Is there going to be a 16 <laughs> camera? You know, that, that's a, that, that is uh, above my pay grade, as they say. That's, uh, that's not gotcha. for me to find out. <laughs> Um, and will I, gotcha. I be directing 16 cameras? Uh, you know, that's a likely no, but, uh, <laughs> but at this, at this <laughs> I point, got you. you know, uh, I, I think there are ways you never to know. continue these stories on. People get real creative with that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. you know, sometimes it's hard to distinguish uh, bone from yeah. bone ash from other types of ash.
in a Karen video on YouTube, man. Just, you know, mm-hmm. wait for your McNuggets. You'll be fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> be a little patient. That's all I'm saying. Anyhow, anyhow, um, definitely check out 15 Cameras. It drops this Friday the 13th. You're going to want to see it. And you'll definitely want to be playing this at those Halloween parties that you got coming up. So, oh, yeah. a good one. You know, put something new on, man. Everybody's seen, everybody, has, they know how, what happens in the Freddy Krueger movies, you know? You don't know what happens in 15 cameras. And you'll be Indeed. the cool cat if you're playing that at your Halloween party. Indeed. Okay, thank I you. Agree. Thank, thank you, Danny. <laughs> Talk right. to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rock, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tama Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks at Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.